All right, let's get in to The Last of Us 2. Spoiler cast, folks. The Last of Us Part 2. The the ending of the Ellie trilogy. <laughs> I guess Left Behind. I, I guess you fuckers haven't heard of Left Behind, have you? I have, huh. but I wouldn't call it the huh. ending of it. Huh. I wouldn't say it's over. I, I think they say it's over. Well, here's here's how it is with The Last of Us, and here's how it is with this one. Okay, we're going to get into spoilers for The Last of Us 2, which is, you know, the bit. And I think you should probably play the game. I think it's pretty good. Um, so, yeah, The Last of Us 2. Um, they said this at The Last of Us, uh, and they said, wow, um, I think we didn't want to... We're not going to do another one, and if we do, it's going to be with different characters. And then when they announced this one, they're like, yeah, we didn't want to do a sequel, but someone just had such a good idea, so we made this one. And then I don't think they're going to do Ellie again, uh, but I don't believe them, because I think they might just keep coming back to this well. Uh, what did you guys think of the game? Can I, can I go first? Yes. Yeah. Okay. First off, let me prelude, because I said I was going to tell this story last time, uh, this week, of how I got the game. Um, so... I, my brother lives with me, and he was going to get it, and he pre-ordered and everything. And, you know, we were really excited. I played the first one, like, when it came out. Thought it was awesome. Favorite game that I've played. And you guys have obviously played more games than me, so it's not saying as much, but it was still my favorite. Um, so, yeah, replayed the first one. Really amped for this game. And then four days before it's supposed to arrive on that Friday, uh, my brother's pre-order that he had to get, like, he wanted, like thought was going to get mailed in on that Friday, uh, he hits me with the bombshell that, oh, by the way, Zach... I'm house-sitting for the next eight days from Friday to, like, next Saturday. So I'm going to have the game. And I, that, 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 one, uh, that one was hard to, to stomach, that news. <laughs> um, so that was obviously not going to do. I was running through scenarios in my head, like maybe I play it during the day, and then I return it to him back in, like, South City, like, fucking 40 minutes away. Uh, that wasn't going to work. Um, it, it, it was just getting... It, it, it was clear it was not going to be plausible to share the game. It was either I wait... Or I have to get my own. So I landed on get my own because obviously I'm not going to wait. Uh, I've not was, been groomed to wait for anything in my life. So, yeah. Was peace ever an option? No. Like, would you really have shared this game with him? I mean, I did my due diligence in my head of if, if it could even be considered. Uh, but I, I knew going in that there was it really wasn't going to happen. Um, so, yeah. I knew I was going to have to get the game. Uh, so I started looking at the pre-orders. Uh, they're, like, all sold out for the special edition, which is what I wanted. Uh, that was, that was a problem. They were all sold out. I called places. I called Best Buy no less than five times. They would just not answer. Uh, GameStop. Yeah, they didn't answer. So I ended up going in person to GameStop, Best Buy, and Target in one day, like three days beforehand. They're like, yep, uh, you can't place any pre-orders. We're all sold out. Uh, and then Best Buy was like, maybe come by on the day it comes out and there might, we, we might have some that we just didn't like put out for pre-order, but I doubt it. So that was like, that was all I had to go on. Uh, so that morning, uh, that Friday morning, I, I woke up at, like, Jake would have been proud. I woke up, like, at, like, <laughs> 830. Uh, that's, like, a few hours before I'm usually up during the summer. Um, Three and a half hours after I'm up. Yeah, I know. Jake Jake was already <laughs> having lunch. Uh, and I woke up, went to Best Buy 15 minutes before it opened, uh, got there, came in, uh, asked if they had any Last of Us 2. The person in the front said, I don't think so, but if we did, they'd be behind the counter. So I went to the counter. Obviously, no line because everyone just walked in because it just opened. So I'm the first one in line. No one had even grabbed an item yet. And I'm like, do you have any Last of Us 2? And the lady behind there was like, I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> and she's like, let me look. And then there, she found a box of some Last of Us 2. And she goes, yeah, there's a few in here, uh, but they're just standard. And then a guy walked by and goes, yep, there is no special edition left. Uh, and then she goes... Oh wait a minute! What's this? And she like I see her go under some stuff, and she goes, "We do have one." Uh, and I was just it was it was insane that I, I I couldn't believe it. But yeah, I got it, got the game, went home, downloaded it, uh, and then the the funniest part about it, my brother who who had saved oh, that no. bombshell for me, his game didn't come in till Monday. <laughs> w. Oh, it was oh I listened to some some phone calls with him in the UPS was not having it. Oh man, and I was so far in the game before he even started. Oh man, what a what a oh how the turntables turned. Uh, and he ended up when he found out it wasn't going to be until Monday, he ended up calling 
different family videos in the St. Louis area to see if they had one to rent. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he got a hold of one in Granite City, Illinois, which is, for context, like 40 minutes away from where I live, at least. And he had to go out to that family video and rent their one Last of Us uh, and like play that until his came in. That's incredible. So, yeah, at that point, Physical I was... Physical media. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Physical media leads only to pain. Well, I, I got a... know what a... P- I got a cool-looking art book now. So I, that's, I don't even know what... what was in the special edition. Uh, yeah, it was a, it's an art book and, uh, like, a PSN theme that I can, like, make my whole PS4 and you look like Last of Us shit. Um, I don't know. There's other stuff that I didn't really bother with because I didn't really care. It's a steelbook case. I don't know. It was only $20 more. But the way I justified why I needed that, because like if I'm going to spend this money just because I don't want to wait a week, uh, might as well be a cool, cool one, I guess. So yeah, I got the special edition for like $80. Um, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, then I played the game, beat it from, started playing that Friday night, uh, and then beat it Tuesday. Or yeah, I beat it whatever, yeah, I think I beat it Tuesday, either in, like, 2 a.m. Tuesday, I think, is probably when I beat it, so I guess really, like, late Monday night, uh, so yeah, I really blitzed right through it, and uh, I guess I'll just get, get this out of the way, uh, 20, 28 hours and 40 minutes it took wow. me, yeah, on hard, I played on hard at Brian's, Brian's recommendation, and I enjoyed playing it on hard, uh, so yeah, that was cool, um, overall, uh, does anyone else want to do a prelude before I get into my overall thoughts? I played. I don't. My time is inaccurate because sometimes I would just stand around and forget that I was playing the game and <laughs> didn't even pause it. My time's been very inaccurate lately. Like Persona Five Royal is like 140 hours. I'm like, I know that's not real because I would just walk away from the game for six hours without without closing it. Uh, I, uh, Jake, you got anything? Uh, it took me 18 and a half hours. To beat this game um i flew through it um that's probably due to i um you guys can make fun of me i played on it on light not because i wanted it not because i was like oh the game is too difficult i'm was really playing the game solely for the story i thought the gameplay was very fun but i'm i wasn't there for a challenge i just kind of wanted to see what happened with the story um i did the same thing with the first game um i played the first game i think i started it on hard and i was like oof i'm not enjoying this i turned it down to medium and i was like oh this is more fun i was like huh i wonder if i turn it down to easy if it's even more fun and i did i was like yeah this is this is how i want to play this game can you just like walk right up to the clickers and shake their hand on easy no no (laughs) it's not that easy um i i i didn't die very often but there is still a threat um, but I played most of the game not trying to kill anyone anyway, which is, I think, why I beat it what? so quickly. Um, I, like, I just snuck through basically everything. I killed everyone. Every yeah, single soul. They every single soul. You. I killed them. Y- yeah, I, 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 all of those contributing reasons. The, no. the choice to not kill people and the choice to play on light and the, ch- I mean, I explored a decent amount. I didn't check every nook and cranny, but I... I did. I don't think I missed out on really anything, according to the people I've talked to. No so. virtual soul escaped my wrath. <laughs> some, I, I let, I let, I tried to let some go, like, uh, you know, like when um, when I was playing as uh, I think when I was playing as uh, Lev or Yara on the island, when I was playing with like as Abby with Yara on the island, I think I tried to avoid killing those uh, those. Um, Seraphites. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm uh, gonna stop you for a second because I don't. I want to make your editing process easier, Brian. Yeah. There is a beeping in the back of someone's recording, and I don't know if that can be dealt with. A beeping? Maybe I mean, it's maybe it's my, not a beeping. Room. Maybe it's a microphone thing. I hear it, but he- uh, it's not like coming. <laughs> it's not diegetic in in the room I'm in. So if okay. it's, if it's okay. coming from my end, it's I don't know if it's like a mic thing, but it's probably not getting. Picked I'm gonna up mute on my microphone. Band. Let me know. It's still there. I hear it. Well, maybe it's just part of the call because if I muted my entire microphone, I don't know why it would. Yeah, I have no idea. I just wanted to bring in. it up. I'm too scared uh, to fuck with anything with my mic. Sorry so. for the audience members that I just made you think about it for the rest of the episode. Damn. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I think getting right into spoilers, I think um, bitch des- little bitch deserved it. Absolutely. 
Uh, I actually, I actually did the Shia LaBeouf clap when Abby got that hole in one. Frankly, mm. <laughs> tell you right now, I didn't, my... know, I didn't know who we were talking about. <laughs> tell you right now, my brothers are not going to react well to that statement. Uh, I, I think Joel's a piece of shit, and I'm glad he died. <laughs> oh fuck! Oh man, I'm gonna have to go ahead and disagree with you there. Uh, I, Brian, if if your daughter. If your daughter was yeah. about to be killed without her consent, yes, you would not kill everyone in the room. <laughs> uh, well, sure, sure. I may do this. You know, I may do this, and I may kill everyone in the room, including the uh, unarmed surgeons. Well, a piece of shit. Well, I, I let the surgeons live, but. Not the um, one that pointed the knife at me, obviously. He had to go. He wouldn't let you. The game was like, oh, guess what? You thought you could be a good guy? Well, this guy has a knife, so you have to kill him. Ooh. Got me, naughty dog. Um, so, you know, I think up into that point, I wouldn't say Joel's a piece of shit, but, um, and I'll get into this later, because I, I got some thoughts on Joel. Uh, I think um, lying to Ellie, and then whenever she uh, investigates, just like being pissed off. Like, oh, you're going to bring this up again? Shut up. I'm like, man, Joel is a piece of shit. Uh, see, the thing about Joel is that um, people can argue or people argue that Joel becomes a better person by the end of The Last of Us because of Ellie. But fundamentally, he is the same person at the beginning and presumably the same person that bullied Tommy, according to their conversations. Because even if he's kinder or whatever, he still is the same person. Because at the end of the day, it is his happiness at any cost. Regardless of what anyone oh, else wants. I mean, I mean, in retrospect, Ellie wanted to die. In retrospect, Ellie would have taken that bullet, and his happiness at any cost. It wasn't uh, even Ellie's that's happiness. That's like that's like me saving my kid and being like, I only saved you to make me happy. Like that's that's think, a pretty simplistic think, view of how to what a like a father daughter. I get it. They're not actually father daughter, but pretty much that's no, the relationship. They're father and daughter. Yeah. Did, did Joel lie to Ellie to protect her or to protect their relationship? I mean, think about it. What would she do? What would she do if he said, uh, uh, yes, like they, they could have, they would have killed you, but made a cure. What do you think she would have done? She would have left well, and it, tried to get killed. Well, it turns out what she did do, uh, was just cut him off and continue living her life. I mean, it, he lied oh, to her to protect their relationship. Only after she confirmed that there was no one left that could do the cure. Joel didn't know that either. I mean... Well, yeah, Ellie would have gone back and just found out there was no way to do the Okay, cut. but then Joel didn't, know, Joel didn't know that when he was lying to her. Joel didn't know that there was no way they could still do that, or that they couldn't do that anymore, whatever. Well, even once... No, I mean, even once it was clear there was no cure, because the Fireflies didn't exist, he kept lying to her. Oh, he did. It was to protect his relationship, not protect her. Can I chime in? Yeah? Uh, Joel, uh, shitty person, agree with that, but I think the, the moment... Uh, which shocked that it happened as quick as it did. Um, I, I think, like, no matter, I can still understand that his decisions were wrong, but it still affected me. I still was like, I understand why he made the poor decisions he did, so I still cared when he was fucking massacred by the golf club. Did you did you care, Brian, or were you were you actually, like, good? <laughs> I, was, I was like, uh, whatever. I mean, I was like, man, this sucks, and it, he sure is dying slowly, and this sure is sla- uh, sad, but I'm going to be like, you know what, uh, you know what, Abby? You can have this one. Abby, you're right. He he did do that. He did be doing that. Did okay. that did I did that feeling I get it. No, I get it. I get it, Brian. Did, like Brian's right. He did a lot of shitty stuff, but No, I agree. Did that feeling set in more after you played the Abby section, or were you like three hours in, you were hell yeah. I was pretty much team Abby from the beginning because okay. I knew what Joel did and I had a pretty good idea who the fuck Abby was. Um, I, to be fair, I read the spoilers and that didn't spoil anything. In fact, I thought Ellie died at the end of the game. She doesn't. So Um, that was one of the questions I wrote down was what was spoiled for you guys and how that affected your opinion of the story. I kind of had Joel's death spoiled for me. I, someone, someone decided they were, they were really funny. Kind of the same thing with Rise of Skywalker. Someone on Twitter decided their sole purpose on this earth is to be funny and ruin things that people look forward to because that's like what their mom raised them to do, I guess. Uh, (laughs) and like, like reply to Neil Druckmann with like, a Joel and one meme, like four days before yeah. the game came out, and I was just—I <laughs> didn't—I didn't know what it uh, meant. Sorry, guess what? I don't know what it meant, but uh, the second she picked up the golf club, I knew what it meant. Uh, so 
that was, yeah, I don't know. That guy still should burn in hell who ruined it for me, but whatever. Uh, Brian, uh, what about you? I knew Joel was going to die. I knew Ellie was going to die. Didn't Ellie didn't die. I was, <laughs> it was wrong. Uh, I knew you played as Abby for half the game. Uh, Yeah, I knew that. I mean, did, I mean, did any of that set you back of your opinion of the game? Because like, I thought the, the Abby twist, so to say, was quite cool. To not I think know that was cool. That was happening. No, I think that was cool. I don't honestly like. You guys have probably seen me or I've talked about being down on this game, but I've been down on this game since their interviews a year ago. I mean, frankly, all I think this game's quite good, and most of the stuff that I was mad about, yes, they failed terribly at it, but it wasn't really the point of the game. I mean, there's Joel Neil Druckmann's self like proclaimed goal of this game through like all the interviews I've read was. We're going to make you feel bad for killing people. And they didn't because killing people is too cool. It's too fun in that game for me <laughs> to feel bad about it. And I never really gave a shit when I killed anyone. There were some parts that I avoided killing people because I felt bad for the people around me. But it wasn't like, uh, you know. Man, I loved uh, I loved killing people in this game. When I got that big hammer yeah. from some of those Seraphites, game over. Man. Exactly. It was fun as shit. Yes, yeah. They, they the absolutely failed at that aspect. It's great. I mean, absolutely failed that aspect. I, you know what? I'll, I'll just get in my overall thoughts game. Uh, I, I, I knew I would need some time to get my full opinion, but I, I think I can conclusively say I really liked the game. Uh, thought it was pretty great game. Thought the story is great. Uh, I just, just to make this statement right off the bat, for them to take a character that I wanted to peel the flesh off her bones so, so much early on, <laughs> and then make me actually like like her by the end of it very cool uh that was good i don't think that's ever happened to me with anything else before like i really was excited to like end her life like like so ecstatic even when you start playing as her in the second half of the game uh i i jumped off some ledges with her and then like filmed it and sent it to (laughs) friends with like i sent one video of her falling off the edge uh to john romer and i said hashtag justice and then that's great and he, he, I don't know, I guess he had already beaten the game at that point. He goes, oh, you don't like Abby? And I was like, what the fuck kind of question is that? <laughs> I was like, so I guess at that point, I'm like, he, he was kind of a hint that I'm actually going to end up liking Abby. I was like, hey, how long do I play as Abby? I pictured it would be like another little short little <laughs> moment. And then he was yeah. like, pretty much for the second half of the game. And I was like, what the fuck? You know, like that, I, at first I was mad, but like. You know, the more you play with her, you get she gets some depth. You get you know you get the flashbacks with her. You learn that Owen is also the man. He's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, he's pretty cool. Yeah, big Owen fan. Um, yeah, Abby's dope. Uh, she's jacked and dope. Love her. Um, she's so big. She's so big. She's so giant. She's a big lady. She she's built cool. to kill. She's built to kill. <laughs> like a hot Fiona uh, from Shrek. Uh, <laughs> like I mean. <laughs> Not to say that Fiona from Fiona's Shrek not hot, isn't bro? hot. Yeah, I was saying, but a non-green Fiona from Shrek. And not oh, voiced by we, Cameron I thought we were talking about Ogre. Ogre Fiona. <laughs> oh, I yeah, was. we are, Chief. <laughs> <laughs> you that. seen Shrek 4? Come on. Uh, <laughs> Shrek 4, better than Shrek 3. Oh, oh Okay, great. we can't do this. Um, but I think, I mean, I never really thought, I never hated Abby. Um, and I, but I figured people would. And to hear that that twist, that jump was effective... Uh, that's good. I mean, I think they've pretty much succeeded at what they're yeah. trying to do with this game, except being profound and making me feel bad for killing people. Um, cause this game definitely is trying to be profound and I don't think it really is, but I think their story, I mean, it's well-written. They tell the story well. Yeah. I like, they don't really, it, yeah. it's cool. You know, that's a cool little parallel. I mean, it's obviously it's a revenge story, but you get, you get these two girls, one who's on the path to revenge and then one after she's gotten her revenge. So you kind of see the consequences of, what Ellie's going to do with Abby, uh, you know? So, I mean, that's a, it's a cool parallel, uh, that they got set up there. Um, yeah. Brian was saying about being, I agree. I don't think the game is profound or saying anything extremely all that special though. I, I think the story is very good and I think it does. It's, uh, it achieves something that other games have tried in the dual storyline way in that it, when you realize you're playing as Abby in the second half of the game, like, wow, this is some resin. This game is Resident Evil 2. It feels like Resident Evil 2 in that I'm getting the two perspectives. I'm playing as a different character. I get different weapons, etc. Um, but I think using it as a vehicle to kind of try to 
tell the audience about empathy and understanding the other side in every situation. And yes, it feels slightly cheaper when you're talking about violence and the game is trying to make you feel bad for killing these people. I don't, I never felt bad because you're right, Brian. It is too fun. It's so um, fucking fun, dude. <laughs> like you grab some, like whenever I shot someone in a new way, whenever I shot someone, I'm like, ah, I see something different has happened. Uh, I go up with my sniper rifle and I look at the damage and I say, what kind of live leak video did the mod, did the artist need to watch to properly model this? And you know what? People keep asking for a source. And Neil Druckmann's like, we didn't have to watch gore. I didn't make anyone watch gore. In an interview, like, eight months ago, he was like, yeah, so, like, we're trying to portray real life in, like, a dark way. And in order to do that, you got to watch some source material. And that source material, due to what we're modeling, might make, me, might, make, might make people feel uncomfortable. Which seems like just a clear statement. We looked at ISIS executions. Um, so... <laughs> I mean, so yeah, I mean, I kill someone and I go up and I'm like, man, that guy's jaw is off. That's pretty gross, but like, I don't regret doing it in a way. Like, the worst this game made me feel when killing anything was when uh, I have an old dog named Bear. He's uh, dead. <laughs> um, and I put a, I put down an IED. Uh, and uh, this lady's like, um, oh, do you smell something, Bear? And what Bear smelled was my IED. And then he was blown in half. <laughs> Um, so I, I shouldn't do, have been that, smelling so many things, man. Felt, on him. Shouldn't have been working so hard. Uh, felt a little bad about that one, but like, I do think the story is pretty good. Like I, I, I personally, I never hated Abby. I mean, I'm not going to say that. Like, I think Joel is a villain. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I had a conversation with someone on Twitter where it's like, Joel's not the villain. I'm like, he is like, just because he has like a decent motivation and is like sympathetic in that aspect doesn't mean he didn't do like these horrible horrible things right like yeah. so I, I think yeah like he definitely is a villain and a bad person and in the end we we learned that he regrets nothing and he'd do it all again i even thought that line what, was dope yeah i mean i thought it was like interesting i'm like ah yes i'm not wrong in my opinions about joel where like even if ellie wanted to do that he would still do that like ellie said i wish i was killed there i wish i did save humanity and joel says no i wouldn't let you like, because ultimately Joel is still an inc incredibly selfish character who puts his own happiness above everyone else at any cost. Even if that happiness is someone else's life, he still would protect it even if they didn't want it, and he would lie to them about what happened. Hmm. Hole in one. Uh, Jake, did you want to say something? Uh, I So, I think this game is better than The First Last of Us. Um, how do you guys feel about that? And then I'll bleed um, into my next thing. Well, okay. Well, the first one kind of... I mean, the first one I think is pretty perfect to me. Uh, I love the ending of the first one and just, you know, whatever. This one left me feeling pretty... I told Brian it kind of left me feeling kind of hollow at first. Just I think it's just because of how bleak it is. That's not to say it's a bad story. I think it's a great story and the gameplay was fun. It's just like, damn, that made me sad. Like, everything made me so <laughs> sad. Uh, so, yeah, I mean... I think I prefer the first one just because, well, I did it. Well, now I know what happens after that. But um, I don't know. I mean, I think this is a better made game. Obviously, it's super impressive. Uh, the amount of detail that went into all of it uh, blew my mind. You know, just yeah, pretty huge game. Uh, all of that's pretty cool. Love all the characters. So many characters I care about. I found myself caring about the side characters, you know, like, um, you know, on both sides, Abby's friends and yeah. Lev, Yara. Yeah, Lev was dope. I liked him. Yeah, like when, he was awesome. Like when, yeah, like when he and Abby were going to uh, to get the medicine. I'm like, oh, this is uh, they wanted to do a Last of Us, so they paired a young character with an older <laughs> character. Oh man, that <laughs> scene the with the heights, I wasn't feeling that either. Ugh. Oh yeah, see, that's kind of when I realized I cared about Abby because I I, I I saw her fall because I didn't do the balance right, and I was like, Same. oh no. <laughs> but then I was like, shit, was I just sad watching that? Damn. Uh, but yeah, I mean, cool, whatever. Uh, character, also, yeah, Lev, great. Uh, that that whole last part at the island with them, uh, with the fire when everything's burning down during the attack, awesome, uh, yeah. awesome, super cinematic, awesome. You guys know I love the cinematics in the games. Big Naughty Dog fan yes. with the Uncharted games and whatnot. Uh, yeah, so that part was fucking awesome to me. I mean, game had a lot of awesome moments. Obviously, I thought the a super infected thing that was like huge was yeah. pretty cool. They led up to it pretty well. Is. They hinted at it. That made me scared to begin with because, like, I tried to open the door before the generator and I heard something move. 
So I like heard something really big move behind it. And I was like, oh man. The, like, the one chick literally says, she's like, ah, oh, people have been, people have been infected and dead down there for a very long time. Who knows what you'll find? I was like, yeah, well, like that was like ground zero. Yeah, it was like a, <laughs> yeah. There we go. The big um, door right next to a big steaming bowl of foreshadowing as Deadpool would say. But, uh, yeah, it was a lot of cool moments. Uh, obviously I also really enjoyed the California part at the end. Uh, you know, it's cool letting fucking infected off their chains and letting go after them. That's fun. Felt like 28 days later. Uh, I mean, a lot of cool LA parts. Uh, and honestly, like, a lot of, like, not, like, super cinematic moments, but, like, really kind of, like, genuine character moments that worked really well for me. I loved the the Take On Me cover with, with Ellie uh, in pretty the music right. shop. You know, the, like, pretty much the whole song. Loved that. Uh, Dina's great. Anything with Dina was great. Their little farmhouse at the end got to me. That was super cute. Um, uh, yeah, so, a lot, I mean, a lot of that worked. And then the flashbacks with Joel especially the last one, kind of where you realize, you, you kind of go the whole game thinking she's trying to get revenge uh, for them killing Joel, uh, even though they had a bad relationship the past four years, and you kind of realize with that last flashback that she was about ready to, it happened right after she was ready to like reaccept him. Uh, like she was even talking about seeing a movie with him, watching a movie with him that night, with like earlier yeah. in the game. So you put that together with that forgiveness scene or whatever. Um, yeah, I think the way they handle those flashbacks at the end is like really good because like they do the flashback, like they do the E3 trailer where it like goes to the dance. Right. Oh man. That line that Dina had, yeah. uh, where she's like, Oh, I think they should be like, where she's like, I'm just a girl. I'm not a threat. And she's like, Oh Ellie, I think they should be terrified of you. Yeah. I was like, wow, that, that line better be in the show. Super, <laughs> yeah. super excited to see how they, the show handles this, this game. Yeah. But like, uh, so like when like Ellie yells at Joel, like that cuts that, Flashbacks end, ends, and you're like, shit, that's the last thing she ever said to him. Like, that is, like, the last thing they ever said to each other, right? Yeah, brutal. Yeah. And then they show that flashback again later, where they kind of... There is there was, like, that that kind of bright note. Where, like, they did end on, like, a good note. So, can I can I get into my overall thoughts of the end of the story? Yeah. yeah. Um. So, I thought this game... But tech, uh, like you said, Zach, technical things aside, because obviously this game is technically superior to The Last of Us because that's how video games work. Um, it's beautiful. Um, I think this game is better in every single way up until the very e- or up until the end. Um, I think the gameplay is infinitely more fun. Um, the the stealth works better. Ellie controls better. She feels less heavy, which I enjoy. The lighter character. Um, I think the pacing is much better. In The Last of Us, the first one, up until the end, I enjoyed some of the side stories, but I didn't I didn't find them near as engrossing as the characters we met in this game. I love Lev. I like Yara. Um, I liked Ellie's, even though obviously like Abby was still in a very dark place, there is a stark difference when you're playing Ellie's Seattle Day 1 through 3 and Abby's Day 1 through 3. Like, Abby's, for some reason, feels lighter, even though it's just as dark and depressing. I don't know why, but it feels more hopeful. And maybe that is their whole thing of what, like, the the revenge is not necessarily satisfying, but, like, moving on, etc. But the game suffers hard from multiple ending syndrome, and it kind of, it really hurt the ending for me because I was ready when she is at the farm and she's having the PTSD and Tommy comes back and it's like, hey, we found her. I was like, fuck no. Not because I wanted the game to be over, but because like I don't want it to end that way. I was like, I like where we're at. I like that there's repercussions for her actions. She shuff like everything that's happened, she's suffering from it. She realizes that it's not the right thing to do. And then she decides to go back and then you go through the whole last sequence, which I think the gameplay is awesome. I think the performances are great. But my issue is, I think the ga- the only thing that makes the fight between her and Abby work, because I agree, Zach, it made me feel hollow, but not in a I'm sad kind of way, is that I I didn't believe that Ellie would do that. At that point, I've been for this. Ellie, Ellie had seemed happy. Everything had seemed good. Yes, the PTSD was not great, but I did, I did not get the thought that when she was having PTSD, she's like, okay, the only way to solve this is for me to go murder someone. That did not work for me. And then the only thing that makes it work, 
The only reason I sat on it, I listened to some spoiler cast, I went on a run after I beat the game, and I thought about it. I was like, I was less upset because the flashback you've referenced multiple times, Zach and Brian, of her talking to Joel out on the porch, and they have the conversation when Joel says, like, I would do the same thing again, and she she says, he's, he's like, what, can you, can you forgive me? And she goes, uh, I, like, I- I'm gonna start trying. Yeah, she's like, I don't think I can, but I'm going to try. Like, I would like to try. And that's the only thing that saves the her and Abby fight at the end. Because I think it is a very very powerful message of forgiveness that it's not not something that's easy. It's a long process. And when she relates her issues with Abby to Joel, she's like, fuck. Like, I, this is going to suck and it's going to suck for me. But, like, I need to forget this. I need to forgive you and understand everything that's going on. And I think the flashback helps it work. But I think it would have been just as affecting if when she is, uh, she's sneaking away from Dina at the night. She's packing her bag. Dina comes down and says, like, don't do this. And then while she's about to leave, she has that flashback and then decides not to go. I think it would have had the same effect that this rage will sit inside her, but she still realizes she needs to forgive and forget. I don't, I wish, if you brought her all the way there, fucking kill Abby. I, I, I was not sold on that. How did you guys feel about the whole extra hour and all a right. half for her not to end up doing it? I, I kind of, right. I, I kind of liked it. I mean, again, I thought the gameplay then was really fun too, but, uh, I yeah, mean. Yeah, the game, that, the California area is beautiful. I love the, like prison combat that sequence was awesome all of like the gameplay was awesome the rattlers it was just yeah, fuck the, the story points i mean i I've, well here's where i think i might disagree with you jake is like where you said like where she went back to the farm because she realized it was the right thing to do or whatever i don't think her going back to the farm was her realizing the right thing to do i think it was her giving up not like not because it's right just because she i mean abby's gone she's sitting there stabbed and dina's pregnant and got an arrow in her shoulder you know what is she gonna do and then she loses her. I, I think that was her giving up, not deciding oh, it's the right thing to do to let her go. Okay. Like so, that was my perspective it. on that. And then like the uh, in terms of her going again because of the PTSD. I mean, I guess her thought was I read an interview with Neil Druckmann too about it, where uh, and the other writer forgot her name, um, like Holly Haley Gross or something like that. Um, I don't know exactly what her name was, but uh, they were like, yeah, she was. She might have wanted to be happy, but she she thought that she wouldn't be able to live like this with the PTSD, and she would do anything to try and see if there was a way to make yeah. it stop. And like uh, she didn't know if it would make it stop, but I mean that was her only idea left at that point. I want to clarify, Zach. I was not um, the you were mentioning the part that they go to the farm after the incident in the theater. I'm talking about the end. I was fine with all of that. G- Make your point, because I, I got lost at some point. What were you saying about the arrow in Dina, etc.? Make oh. the point again, so then I can oh, yeah. explain. Well, pretty much what I was saying is, like, where I thought what you said where she went back to the farm after after Abby lets her go, like, doesn't kill her, that that was, that was Ellie realizing it's just the right thing to do to not keep going no, for revenge. No, not at all. I, I don't think that either. I think that was that was the choice she had to make, and I liked that, like, Yes, it wasn't. She didn't do it because it was the right thing. She did it because that was really the only option at that point. But I was hoping that the the time that had passed and the point she was at, she would have realized, like, with the flashback, they could have done, like, oh, this isn't worth it. Like, I need to start forgiving. But I understand the PTSD point that maybe that's what she that's what she felt she needed to get rid of. Yeah, and I, 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 like, I, I haven't also- seen a lot of... Also like the parallel with her uh, Abby letting like letting her live even though she's about to kill Dina and her uh, for all that and then pretty much Ellie doing the same when she finds Abby honestly if anything she saves Abby Abby would have died if Ellie didn't show up uh, yeah so that's kind of a weird God, the thing point, the point the point where she sta- or shoots through Dina and Ellie says stop she's pregnant and abby goes good Ooh, i was like, scared oh i thought she was gonna do it i thought she was gonna do it that knife was awful close and i was ready to scream i thought she was gonna do it i was like this game yeah, this like, game's as harsh as brian is hinting like the the uh just the um i see a lot of people like upset that she didn't kill abby at the end like it doesn't make sense 
But for me, it made perfect sense because I don't think she went to California because she still like hated Abby. Like, I don't think it was like a bloodlust, like fueled revenge. I think it was like Tommy guilting her and like, she keeps having these nightmares. And if you read her note, like if you read her notebook, like she'll talk like, oh yeah, like I don't want to talk about it. Like, I don't want to talk about like this PTSD stuff. I don't want to like talk about these nightmares because like if I do it, it'll ever stop. So like, she's just not looking for help. And like, I think she goes there because she thinks it's the only way to make like the nightmare stop and because Tommy's guilting her and she gets there and like she sees Abby on the pole like all fucking uh unjacked all thin yeah, no, I, didn't, I couldn't find her I went to every fucking other person yeah. on the pole oh, looking I did for that. a jacked <laughs> looking for yeah. jacked Abby you know I was like that this bitch yeah, I was ain't looking here. for a fucking ponytail <laughs> and then like you, like Abby comes down like she's not doing it like they get to the boat and like Abby and Lev get in her boat and Ellie starts going to her boat and, like, she gets, like, a flash of, like, the nightmare again. And she's, like, it's not like she wants to kill Abby. Like, it's not, like, this bloodlust to me. It was, like, this is, like, the only way I can do anything. Like, this is the only way I can move on. And she's just, like, I can't let you go. And at that point, Abby's done. Like, I think it was important that they did that because in every confrontation they had had, it was Abby basically making the decision. Like, that is true. And the first time, it's, like, fuck off. And then the second time, it's, like, don't let me see you again. Like, she keeps sparing Ellie. And I think it was important for Ellie to get there. And, like, finally have control of that situation. And I think, like, she's not doing it because she hates her. Like, I've seen a meme going around, and it is a good meme. And, Zach, I'm I'm glad you watched Berserk, because it hits now. You'll understand it now. It's basically, like, an edited image of Berserk, of, like, Guts, like, smiling. And it's like, it's okay, Griffith. I forgive you. Directed by Neil Druckmann. (laughs) And I'm like, it's not, like, the same thing, you know? Because, like, Guts does hate Griffith. And Griffith is absolutely an evil, despicable person. But, like, for Ellie, for me, and, like, that final thing, it wasn't because she hated Abby. It's not yeah. because she's like, I need to avenge Joel. It's because, like, I, I didn't, like, I didn't think that, like, Joel flashing into her mind was, like, a, re- a moment of, like, oh, I hate this girl, right? Right. Yeah. I need to kill her because she killed Joel. It's like, I need to kill her because that's the only way I can, like, redeem myself I, and the guilt and I, the nightmares. I agree with what you're saying. I guess I don't quite, I don't quite buy that whether it's hate whether it's wanting to get rid of the ptsd that the drive would still be so strong as to travel travel however many days to california to to kill someone to get rid of a i don't know i and obviously this is a poke apocalypse she's gone through a lot i i don't know what they could have done to sell me on it more but i'm glad it worked for you too i feel like presumably uh she had been having those nightmares for a while. Over a year. Maybe I because needed JJ, more of the farm sequence. I Maybe I needed yeah, like, more of that. Maybe Apparently, apparently there was more. Apparently there was like a boar hunting sequence they cut out that might have had some PTSD or something like that. Like, JJ is like a big baby now. Like, <laughs> JJ's been born and like she keeps having these nightmares and like Tommy keeps fucking bothering her about it, right? Yeah. Right. And like it's um, just like the only Tommy way Tommy got shot can... through the face. What the, I, was, I screamed. <laughs> I, Tommy kept not dying. That man had, he's, he's he had only some one. fucking plot armor. He got <laughs> bashed in the head with a wrench. He fell in the fucking water. He got shot in the head. Look, <laughs> he keeps coming back. Look how he ate that. <laughs> I was playing. I was playing it with uh, in front of my friend Corey at one point, and like during that fight, uh, like on the island on day three, when you're playing as Abby and you're fighting that one huge Seraphite who just won't fucking die. Oh, it's just yeah. every crowbar machete hit to the face and it was just like he's wow. got his mouth ripped open yeah and he's still and going he's... and cory my friend cory's like look how he ate that and just kept yeah. going I mean, um in relation to the pacing thing i was talking about i think this game's environments and set pieces are also exponentially better than the first game the yeah. the skyscraper sequence is awesome the yeah. seraphite island is awesome um the the locations you go to like in Seattle are like the post-apocalyptic things I dream of. Like I felt in Last of Us One, I'm going through these dumb, same-looking buildings, but in this game, I'm in an aquarium. I'm at a museum. I'm at a zoo. I'm at an old phone store. I'm at a like yeah. I feel like the the locations they chose and the and like the Seraphites felt different. I think this game does a much better job of pacing out the cool and different moments to sustain the overall arc of the narrative. Yeah, that's yeah. I, I agree. The, the, the different little side plots and whatever they're awesome i uh, loved abby's little i love abby's story uh with with lev uh that yeah, was I really think, cool that let that you're my people line yeah. oh man that hit for me oh uh, yeah so good 
Like, I think there are definitely, I think the game's definitely too long. Uh, Jason Schreier's apparently <laughs> fucking apocalyptic tweet. Got fucking Troy Baker saying, don't listen to critics. <laughs> this piece of shit. And I'm like, just said games are too long. And The Last of Us is too long. I agree. Uh, the open world sequence when you first get to Seattle, dog shit, boring. Uh, fucking falling off the bridge into like another two hour clicker sequence. Yeah. I'm like, this sucks. Ellie's, I, Ellie's day one through three, I think is the part that stretches on too long for me. I, oh, man, it had some sequences me, though. Like, man, that scene in the fucking, uh, like whatever the subway was where you're going through the train, like the red light or whatever. Yeah, that was it is dope. very cool. Very cool looking like, stuff. An issue with, I think an issue with Abby's pacing is that there's only two factions for you to fight. Mm. So yeah. instead of going on that rotation, because I, I hate fighting the zombies. They're not interesting to me at all. Uh, so instead of the rotation, like, wolf, ser- wolf, scar, zombie, Abby's rotation is zombie, seraphite, zombie, yeah. seraphite, zombies. And there's way too many fucking zombies in the second half. Yes. I remember when I was going on the sky bridge, I'm like, oh my god, we're gonna do it. We're gonna fucking do it. Like, there's there's no zombies in this whole I, thing. I, I and then so you fall excited. off the bridge, I'm like, fuck me. Like, another two-hour goddamn zombie sequence. I was so, like, th- it just keeps going. Like, it just keeps going. The, the, I mean, the first Last of Us suffers from this, too, where the, 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 you're right, they do do a better job in Ellie's of rotating the enemy types, but the, the second half does have the corridor issue where I did feel like I was going through a lot more, like, oh, this is a building with zombies that I need to get through, where they are really just putting it there to pad out, just like pad out the game because it is, it would have been just as cool for the bridge to actually function and get me to the hospital. I didn't need the extra zombie fight. It only served to add more time. And while the combat is super fun, I don't think that part was necessary. Can we talk about how scary the stalkers were? Jesus Christ. They were terrifying. Oh, man. Really pissed me off when they put a stalker. Really pissed me off when they put a stalker with a shambler or a clicker. It's like, here's an enemy (laughs) that'll see you from anywhere, no matter what, and attack you and make noise. And you can't find an enemy that it's just going to fucking kill you if you make noise. So I'm like, cool. man. Sometimes (laughs) they would come out of the wall. Like they were just, yeah. and I would know, I would start picking up on that and I'd go into a room and I'd see like a wall where there could be a person in there and I'd throw a bottle at it and be like, are you alive? Because I'm not having you jump. I'll waste a bottle on you. I'm just not having you jump scare me. Brian, I think you had mentioned this in a, in maybe on the last podcast that I think this game does much better is that there's no, there's no forced action moments in that almost every single sequence I think I could get through without having to fight everyone in the arena. I felt like most times I could sneak through, which I appreciated because I didn't yeah. like in the last game where I was like, oh, I'm in this area and the only way for me to move on is to kill the 15 people. I was like, I liked being able, oh, there's tons of enemies. Oh, I'm just going to crawl my entire way through. No, man. I yeah. mean, I um, uh, no one would escape my wrath. Let me tell you, I was raging. Most likely more easy in single player. Yeah. Uh, it's well, incredibly hard to But also yeah. more necessary dogs, and hard these... because, you know, you, this, yeah. the resources are less. So my, 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 uh, my, style of play didn't really mix well with hard even though i had fun doing it it just made it more stressful but i mean that was also part of the fun i guess of living in an apocalyptic world i mean no one no one uh my my rage knew no bounds everyone was guilty of the crime that i was mad about on any given day uh so yeah but i would end up having to be creative with my resources uh you know i love the whole throw a bottle at someone stun them and then you get that automatic kill if you run up with the square you know that was fun (laughs) getting uh oh man Brian talked about finding two shotgun shells as a catharsis for him. If I found a fucking machete with like eight hits in it, oh yeah, oh my god, that was it was game over for these clowns. You know, like that's all I need. Loved that. The first yeah, game. Like, oh, you go, Brian. The most catharsis I ever had in this game was when I found two shotgun shells in a drawer. Yeah, not many shotgun shells going around for me. I, and if I had them, <laughs> then I would waste them all the first bloater I find. Uh, Let also, me tell you, boys, Jake had a lot of shotgun shells. <laughs> I bet or, you fucking did. Or I lost, I lost patience with the stalkers sometimes and be like, <laughs> fuck these things, stop scaring me, shotgun shell to the face. I mean, it's just... You, you guys played a stealth survival game. I played an action stealth game. Dude, um, <laughs> I remember Zach, like, day one of him playing, and he's like, damn, Brian, you're kind of a bitch. There is too much ammo. I'm like, weren't you playing on normal for the first couple hours? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, damn, Brian, you must be bad at ammo management. I'm like, fuck you. You're playing on normal. <laughs> um, So I have other things written down question-wise. <laughs> the, in, the gaming, in the gaming world, um, a lot of people talk about the first game and how they wish there could have been a choice at the end to uh, kill the doctor, 
let Ellie get the cure, etc. Um, I disagree for the first game, but I agree. If people say that for this game, I wish at the end there would have been some sort of choice, whether to kill, to not to kill, whether to play as Abby in the fight, whether to play as Ellie in the fight. I just want to know what you guys thought of that. I think uh, I think that would have been interesting, but here's I'm just going to get into a Last of Us 3 thing right here. I think uh, they they kind of made sure that you let Abby live because I think any Last of Us 3 uh, idea would could could very well, they might want to leave the possibility open. And my brother mentioned this to me, so it's not like my original thought that like the story will be now that Abby has found the fireflies, like that's what's hinted at with the menu at the end. Like her boat, the bo- boat is now pulled up in front of wherever Catalina mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, like so. she, I, that, that was a little California brain moment for me where I'm like, that's Catalina on like the new <laughs> title screen. Yeah, I didn't know that until I read something. But yeah, like if, if she found the fireflies and there is someone like a doctor there, then maybe the third was, game yeah. is Abby looking for Ellie. And then Ellie, and that, yeah, the full arc. That would be a I, very I would like full their, arc. That would be a nice little mix of tones. I would like there tones. to never be another last one. That, it's, uh, what, is the, what is the first game he said was about? Uh, hope. hope, and then this one's about hope, hate, yeah. and then this would be redemption. Yeah, new one. hope. Ooh. <laughs> I would yeah. like that. That would be a cool so, game for me. Maybe you uh, set up a scenario where you're like they're on the adventure together. Wouldn't that be a fun little mix-up? Like Abby and Ellie together, and then maybe you switch between them during combat for different styles of combat. Ooh, wouldn't that be fun? Different Brian, resources on each character. Thing? I don't think there needs to be a choice. Uh, I'm kind of glad there isn't because they're just telling a straight story yeah um but uh i don't know i mean i think doing this and trying to make the player feel bad about it like sometimes you are just forced to kill people like there are some forced combat sequences for sure i think uh where they where they will just see you and you know you have to kill a dog and shit and i think trying to put that on the player is corny uh, but luckily, they fail so spectacularly at this self-proclaimed goal that I don't think anyone knew they were supposed to feel bad. <laughs> yeah, Alice always I, had to go. Alice the dog always had to go. She had it I coming. Think the, the game is pretty obvious that like violence isn't good. Um, when you know people's backstories in their story, like you wouldn't want to do these things. But I don't. I don't think the overall message of the game is trying to. I don't think that their main goal is player needs to feel bad. I think it's more yeah. player player needs to be in the shoes of the person maybe which is technically still the same thing but i don't think they're trying to make you be like oh you should feel bad for what you're doing for ellie i just want you to understand her motivations right. i don't know I, I mean i liked uh i mean i like to do like with the people you deal with like that you have to kill like the henchman or whatever uh i mean i like that i feel it feels more realistic when they find a body and get really fucking upset you know instead of being like Oh, I found another one. Like that was probably yeah. your friend that you've been living with for years. Like, like that's usually how it goes with like Uncharted or the first Last of Us. Where in this one, it's yeah. like, oh no, it's like, oh, you're gonna die for this, and I get like really upset or whatever. You know, you get names. They start yelling names. That's a new one. That I mean, that's I don't know. I liked that. It felt more real. It gave gravity to my actions. Uh, you they know. gave they gave Vita girl a whole backstory. Yeah, the girl <laughs> playing Hotline Miami on her Vita. Turns out she does something else. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. When I, when I, when I realized what they were doing with Abby, and they were okay, we're gonna give you the backstory of all these people, so you you retroactively feel bad for what you did with Ellie. Do you think there's a way they could have structured this game in a more effective way? Because I, I do like the two act, like oh, play as Ellie, then plays Abby. But I think there is a way you could have inner 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 wine. What am I trying to say? What's the word? Intertwined. Sure, intertwine them. That it could have been more effective in the way that I feel bad. Maybe it would have just felt uh, corny to have you meet the person, kill the person, etc. I don't know. I I think that would be an issue for most people. Again, I never enjoyed killing the people Ellie killed. Yeah. I, I I I figured you guys are probably all right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's for a second say Joel is a good person. He still did that shit. Yeah. You know, like let's let's hypothetically say I think Joel is a good person. He still did that shit. So I think everyone involved in that shit is right to kill him. Uh, like, unequivocally, absolutely correct to kill him. Uh, so I never enjoyed doing that. But I think if it were to switch back and forth, like, oh, I killed Nora. Well, turns out she was a good person. Well, then you're going to be on your guard. And then when you see Owen and Mel, you're going to be like, they're probably good, too. Like, I'm probably doing a bad thing. I assume yeah. don't. I think I by letting Owen the player go. 
I what? assumed Owen was good for most of the point. I yeah. was like, I, I hate that he hangs out with that Abby bitch at first, but I was like, he seems cool. Yeah, but I th- I think by like letting the player go through their presumed revenge fantasy with Ellie, yeah, uh, as opposed to flipping back and forth adds a, um, it, it gets you better. It gets you. It owns you. Yeah. yeah. So the reason, uh, one reason I asked this is I read an article today. Um, it was GameSpot wrote um that Last of Us obsession with the gamer gotcha moment hurts the narrative, and so. And what they mean is that, and I, I agree to a certain extent, is that the way the story in the game is structured makes the, the narrative both powerful and destructive to itself. Because they, they're like, okay, we want you to think Ellie is the villain by the end of the game, but they manipulate the player and it throws the story off in that they hold information from you to make it a big reveal, just but not because it necessarily makes sense for the plot of the story. For example, hiding from you that Ellie knows about that Joel lied to her, but then they reveal it as a gotcha moment, which kind of changes the whole context of the revenge tale because you don't... At first, you're like, okay, Ellie's doing this purely out of revenge for Joel's killing. Like, she loves Joel. There's no, there's, there's never been an issue. She doesn't know, like, really why... Why would these people kill Joel? Like... Why would they kill him? He didn't do anything wrong. But they hide that from us so it can be a reveal. And I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> I uh, I don't know. I, when I play a video game uh, where I'm not making choices or I'm playing as a named character, I rarely ever uh, become that person in a sense. Mm. So for me, it was like, oh, I'm just watching and playing through a narrative. And I think it is, I don't really think it does or adds anything for me. Okay. But I think I kind of always assumed Ellie knew because apparently yeah. they weren't talking and all that. Uh, so I think it's just kind of an interesting recontextualization. Like the end is a recontextualization too because in the beginning, like remember when Dina and Ellie are talking and it's like, oh yeah, I'm going to have a movie night with Joel. It's like, oh, that would have been like the first time they'd really hung out yeah. in a long time. Uh, so I think those recontextualizations actually work. And I don't think I ever felt tricked or lied to. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I never felt like I was Ellie, uh, because I never empathized with her and I never truly believed that what she was doing was right. Yeah. And I never thought that killing Abby was the right thing to do. Uh, I, you know, I still love Abby. I mean, Ellie or what's, what's her name? Ellie? Ellie. Yeah. yeah. Ellie's great. Uh, I mean, I, yeah, I agree with you. You're saying, Brian, yeah, you probably not the right thing to do. I understood it. Obviously I, I got her rage cause I was feeling it too. I was pretty mad. Uh, but yeah, Ellie is great. Um, I did the default dance <laughs> with Joel Blood. <laughs> I I ended up liking Abby's story more. I liked yeah. that half, not significantly, but I did. I I finished that part. I was like, wow. They props to Naughty Dog for doing for being able to make me like her as much as I did. Um, and I mean, I mean, we already know this, but the performances were great. Yeah, I was gonna say that. That was gonna be one of my yeah. last two notes. Is like the voice performances, and obviously they do some motion acting too or whatever. Awesome yeah, stuff. It's, impeccable really well done um, like I, and also by other thing love the songs uh love the, yeah. the pearl jam one that he sings at the beginning already got me in my emotions like five minutes into the game i was already kind of just feeling feeling sad for what what could transpire uh and then uh the, there's one during the credits too that they sing together as joel and ellie that's yeah. pretty cool it's like a johnny yeah. cash cover but yeah, yeah i've like, been listening back, to those nonstop. back to the like back to the enjoying Abby stuff more. Uh, I didn't enjoy playing as her as much, mm-hmm. nearly as much. I much preferred Ellie's gameplay. Um, just I liked Ellie's tools more than I liked Abby's. I like not having to craft shivs. Dude, oh my god! Dude. I I was like, they did it. The people in the Last of Us universe discovered knives <laughs> after twenty five years. In their bunkers, they found the knife bunker, finally. <laughs> and then Abby is like, you you fucking know. Abby works for a military fascist yeah. organization. They're probably like, hey, Abby, do you want a knife? She's like, nah, I got, the, I got my guns. I got my muscles. I, got I don't my, need I a knife. scissors and tape. What else <laughs> Abby's I strong. I can just pull a zombie's fucking neck out. <laughs> like, she'll just like tear their head off. Like She'll disconnect the head. I'm like... I'm sure you were I've offered a knife. I've got my muscles. <laughs> As a soldier, you must have been offered a knife at some point. It's like, nah, I can just kind of choke people out. <laughs> I wish the game would have done like Death Stranding and had Abby drink po- protein shakes so she could rip people's head off. 
I thought it was so dope. It's like I'm a pop eighty Adderall, read this magazine, <laughs> and learn how to and learn how to crawl better. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna snort eighty milligrams of Ritalin, and I'm gonna learn how to crawl so good. Did you guys know Jeffrey Wright from? <laughs> yeah, Wilson? yeah. Well, it sounded like him, and then I looked it up and confirmed it. But I definitely the second that first scene, I was like, Is that, like I know this. That's a nice surprise. I did not know <laughs> Jeffrey um, Wright from Westworld. The last thing I have written down. Props to Naughty Dog for their promotions they used for this game across the last, what, four years at this point? I avoided them. The, well, here's the thing, Zach. They show... So, you know, at the end, it's middle of day two. Ellie, um, she, like, jumps off a ledge and Jesse is there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the promo at... Uh, it was in a state of play, uh, the release date announcement, uh, like, a couple months, six months ago. It's actually Joel. So they did a complete bait and switch. They just switched yeah. the character model, same exact dialogue, same exact everything. She goes, she's like, wait, why are you here? And it's Joel. And he's like, I wouldn't leave you, etc." He's like, oh, and, you think I'd let you do this alone? Yeah. It's a, I mean, that's a, great. I love it. I love the bait and switch of the audience. I love that they used like the, one of the first things they showed. So they showed in 2016, cause I watched this all last night, 2016, they had the thing at PSX where Ellie is playing the guitar and Joel appears in the doorway and she says, she's like, I'm going to kill every last one of them for what they I did. I think that's the only one I watched. And a lot of people thought like, oh, Joel could be a ghost. He could be dead. Um, and then the second thing they show the next year at PSX is the tone piece, um, which I thought was just going to be a tone piece. Turns out it's in the game. It's when Abby gets taken by the Seraphites and she meets Lev and Yara for the first time, which when you watch that back in 2017, which is three years ago at this point, it's like, wow, this this looks completely different. Who are these characters? I completely forgot about that. And I didn't even process to think, oh shoot, we're gonna get a lot more of Abby, because I didn't remember what the fucking face is chi- what the face of the chick looks like. Um so I just want to say props to Naughty Dog for what they chose to show, I think did a really great job of not spoiling things, but still getting people excited for the game. Yeah, I think uh did you know that Kojima did this first, Jake? I was it uh, Metal Gear Solid 2? Yeah, in Metal Gear Solid 2, um, <clears throat> you play as uh, Snake for the tutorial mission, and then for the rest of the game, you play as some whiny kid named Raiden. <laughs> and in the trailers, they would literally just replace the character model. That's awesome. Like, like, it, it, like there would be boss fights that Raiden does, and it was just like, oh, it's Solid Snake's character <laughs> model. <laughs> like, posted on top of this. And no one knew about it until it came out. Yeah, that's I, it's awesome. <clears throat> Love it. Uh, one final thing that like stuck out to me was like when Abby gets back to the, when Ellie gets back to the house and you know, Dina and baby are gone. I just assume they're back at the town, right? Yeah. 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 But I still don't think she's taking him back or taking her back. Yeah, sure. But at least they're safe. Yeah. Like, I, don't I don't think but, like, that happened. And then Abby goes off to find them. I, I everyone's like, oh, are they dead? I'm like, there's no, no sign of struggle in the house. No, everything's I feel just it's very gone. Clear and they just, just left there. Ellie's stuff in the room. Like all the burglar, the people who yeah. came in and killed Dina and the kid just took all their shit and decided <laughs> Ellie's stuff was kind of lame. Yeah. And they'd leave it neatly yeah. in one corner. Actually, I'm going to set the vinyl on top of the guitar. She'll appreciate it. Man, they would definitely yeah, take thought, the guitar. <laughs> like, I thought the part where Ellie tries to play the song. Oh, that was so sad. And she can't because her fingers are gone. That piece of Joel's just gone now that she used to yeah. connect with him. And it's gone now. So trying to fucking avenge sad, him. Yeah, yeah that was well, yeah. well done. It hit me, hit me in the... Hit me what the opposite of Brian's pleasure centers that he talks about. Uh, hit, yeah. me, hit me in the sad centers. Uh, in the de- shit, that, that centers. The, the yeah. depression centers. It got me there. Uh, uh, you know, I feel like the floodgates are unleashed after they said they wouldn't do Last of Us Two, and they did it. I don't want a Last so of Us Three. I would, I, I would take that a Last of Us Three if it's a little more optimistic. I mean, I don't think they can get any sadder than this one. So I wouldn't mind would, a, a more optimistic end for for Ellie's character. That was the question I wanted to ask. Was to end this was do you guys one question do you want it two do you think they'll do that or move on to a new i think they will and i do want it i would be down for a lev abby dlc because when i was when i was doing the skybridge i'm like i could go for more of this i I like that i like their time i could go for more of this (laughs) they have said though they're not doing dlc so okay well they're doing that multiplayer mode which i am excited for um um i don't want a third though i have a feeling they're gonna do what they did with the last thing which is the next game will be the next game naughty dog makes will be a new ip and then they will return for the last of us part three and i think zach i honest and maybe it's too predictable 
But I have like if they do a third game, that's the I mean, obviously they could do something completely different, but it's not gonna I can't imagine another ending. I feel like the most complete ending would be to have her end up giving herself up, but who knows? Yeah. Like when I was playing as Lev and Abby do for the medicine mission, um like I don't think it's true, but I was I was playing I'm like, I wonder if this was just the original pitch. Like I wonder if for lo- like their idea of The Last of Us was like a kid and not a kid going on a journey, right? Mm-hmm. And like I'm playing as Abby and Lev, I'm like this kind of like Joel and Ellie. Like they kind of got like a they got like a big sister little brother thing going on, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Apparently like, they cut some of Abby's stuff. Apparently she was going to be in even more of the game. Good. Honestly, I, it just probably more zombie yeah. shit. They chose frankly. a good amount. Um, I was yeah. listening to uh, a spoiler cast with Neil Druckmann, Troy Baker, and someone else today. And I apparently in 2014, the year after the first one came out, or the year of the first one, um, they did like this live performance of a few of the scenes, and then they were like, "Oh, let's add an extra one." And it was the basically they said the exact scene where Joel teaches Ellie how to play the guitar, um, and like basically from that night on, Neil kind of had the idea in his mind, like, "Hmm." maybe maybe we do want to do another one and he like came out with multiple stories and he didn't like any of them and eventually he came up with the one we got like a year later and it all clicked so maybe that's what's going to happen for three hope so we uh i mean i guess my 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 last thing i'd say is just yep great game overall uh uh story great story let me feel a little bit hollow at first i guess because of how sad it was and Joel's Joel's death, such a character that you spend the whole first game as, happens so fast in the game. Uh, like at first, I was kind of upset of how not that he died, but how early it was. Uh, and it's cool that the flashbacks kind of soften that a bit later. So I'm like, this dude's barely in the fucking game. That kind of sucks. Um, but uh, I don't know. Maybe I would have preferred a story where he does have to confront what he did, and maybe he even does end up dying, but maybe towards the end it's just like him and Ellie having to defend Jackson from Firefly people or whatever. I don't know. Something like that where he either it's him and her alive. I might have preferred that, but I don't know. The one we got was pretty awesome, and I don't really want to complain about it because I think it's... I don't think it's really deserving of a lot of the hate it gets online, but I, I mean, I no. personally, I do like it a lot. And the I, gameplay I was obviously a, fun. It's very uh, Game of Thrones to cut Joel off before his arc can like actually be completed yeah i mean it kind of just ends as the shitty person we talked about earlier yeah well i i well okay again i i agree what he did was bad but at the same time (laughs) my daughter was whatever all right either way i know uh, i get it i get it yeah i mean i don't know i saw a thing that was like joel sacrificed his life for ellie he just didn't die till four years after like because you're really in reality this is a big organization you're not going to get away with that uh like there or there will be some loose ends that they're going to tie up like you kind of sacrifice your life making a move like that it just you didn't have to pay the piper until four years later uh which i I mean looking at it that way uh it works you look at the first uh you look at the two games as one whole joel's death doesn't seem as sudden it just make it does make sense obviously uh pretty brutal but i guess that uh, you got to have it haunt Ellie, and you kind of have to have it haunt me, I guess, because it does. Uh, I see it all the time in my head. Uh, it's rough, but and then I listen to that song nonstop, and I think of him. Cool character. Uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah, villain, bad, did bad thing. Uh, I still think great character that I was attached to, but whatever. Overall, great game. Really impressed. I don't know if it's my favorite game ever, but it's definitely up there. Uh, so yeah, that would be my final thoughts on it. Ready for Last of Us Three if it ever comes out when I'm like 28 or something. It's going to be... I have some... You go, Brian. I have some quick questions. Just some headlines and good takes on Twitter. I, w- I wanted to see if you guys agree on. Uh, just two of them. Two of, two of the worst ones, I think. <laughs> Is this the Schindler's List of games? <laughs> well, that actually uh, happened. So... <laughs> Did actually happen, huh? Weird. Weird that... Yeah, that is that is a rough comparison, huh? It um, is. It's a rough one. And then Neil Druckmann's like, guys, stop bullying this guy. Stop making fun of this guy's tweet. He's right. <laughs> uh, fucking Neil. And then um, another one. Uh, this is like, I think this is from like Hollywood Reporter, which is very strange to me. Because you'd think they would have seen more than just a few movies oh. in their life. Uh, the question is not, when will video games catch up to movies? The question now, after The Last of Us Part Two has come out, is when will movies catch up to games? Uh that statement is dumb 
Though I do, I would say this this game does reach a narrative high point for video games. I I don't think we need to start stretching it that it's better than movies. How movies handle narratives. Movies will catch up to video games when you're allowed to play them in their 28 hours. <laughs> I I think I, I wouldn't call this a narrative high point, but I will say this is the closest game ever got to movie ever. Yeah, it's uh, relating it. Uh, I'm gonna have to go back to playing Death Stranding, which is a Another game that tries to be really cinematic, and I'm worried it's gonna not be. I'm not gonna enjoy it as much as I did pre Last of Us. You enjoy the cutscenes in Death Stranding? Uh, to a certain extent. Um, I, I guess I thought I would hate them more than I like. I I went in being ready to not care about the story and to skip everything, and I was like, ah, this isn't horrible. Um, I skip any like cutscene that's not an actual cutscene where he's just talking to the people at the stations, but we don't need to talk about that right now. All right, are we good? Yeah, now, I, I guess. I so. just want to say this was probably it was one the podcast I was looking most forward to in a long time, and the one I've had the most fun doing. This was this was a good time. one. I'm glad I it, I was I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I might a few days ago because I anticipated Brian would hate it and I would have to <laughs> defend it the whole time. But I'm glad that this is a. Uh, we could pretty much all see pretty much eye to eye on this. Yeah, I think, a, a good I think, game. Eight out of ten. I, I wouldn't argue with that. I would give fun. it a little. I'd, I'd probably give it a nine, but I wouldn't argue with an eight, really. Yeah, I can see a nine. I just don't work on a. Uh, I try not to work on a ten point scale. Yeah, I think five is a lot more. Uh, I don't know. At some point, everything's a seven if you use a ten point scale. <laughs> I understand that. All right, are we good? Yeah. Yep. This was fun. Uh, this was fun. We should do it yeah, again. Find, How about we all the, play... Um, let's, you guys want to replay Arkham Knight? Because I'm going to start that. Y'all, y'all, <laughs> y'all, let's do a spoiler cast for The Witcher 3. Oh my um, god. Yeah, let's Cyberpunk go. come November. God. Um, Alright. Uh, thank y'all. Have a good week. Uh, we'll see you next time. Uh, be kind to each other. Bye. <laughs>